0: Hi, everyone. I'm Lori Casto.
1: And I'm Randall Casto.
0: You're listening to the Creative Disorder Podcast brought to you by Wedgwood Estates in Mansfield, the area's premier senior residential community. And if you need to learn more about Wedgwood, go to WedgwoodSeniorLiving.com. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about, and this is, I don't know where I think, but at the same time, I've been thinking about it for a few weeks now, offense. Uh, where have, has your offense taken you? and the idea of forgiveness, and it, it's kind of a hard one. And so, I just, b- before we start, I just wanted to take a minute and just and just say a prayer, because I think this is really important, important. Did you want to pray for us? Oh, no, go ahead. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name, and I thank you for this opportunity that we have that we can always... Um, Put you first, and we we come to you and ask for wisdom and guidance, and and have these words be your words. And uh, we thank you for this time and opportunity, and we give it to you in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So I, I was thinking, and I know I feel like there's still residue or a remnant. Uh, You know, even for me coming through the pandemic, I know it's been three years ago since the beginning of it, but I still think there's a little bit of residue, you know, that hangs out from that. And I was thinking of the idea of uh, offense and forgiveness and where offense takes us and what it can do to us. And I was thinking about the what is a breeding ground for offense. And, and the ah. reason, yeah, the reason I bring the pandemic up is because I feel like it was the perfect breeding ground for offense. And I uh, just, you and you taking you and I as an example in our lives and everything that occurred during that time. My father passed away about a year before the pandemic. Right. Maybe not even. It wasn't even a year before the pandemic hit. And in fact, it wasn't.
1: And, and mine nine months into it.
0: And yours nine months into it. And so we have those that grieving process. And in the midst of all that, we had the pandemic.
1: Right. And we're in a highly regulated uh, industry that really took the brunt of a lot of the lockdowns and, and could cause you to be uh, to feel... Pretty upset at uh, people in government,
0: (laughs) right? Yeah, and yeah, and then you have social media, and you add that into the mix, and that's another breeding breeding ground for offense. Because it seems like on social media, if they can't see your face face to face, I think oh, I know sometimes it's horrible. horrible. Yeah, behind a screen, I think people feel so free to just say whatever they want. It doesn't even matter, and they don't, and they're brutal about it. And then they wonder why people are depressed and unhappy and sad, and. (laughs)
1: Right, and, and and especially on on the social media, it was almost like if if someone if someone was exposed, it's like what did you do wrong? You know, it was it's an invisible virus, and, it, and now we've seen it. You know, it, it it's everywhere, but it's like what did you do wrong? And it's like, huh? <laughs> right,
0: right. It was just it was just a breeding ground at that time for offense. And at that time, um, I read this scripture, and it just it just hit me. Really hard, and um, it's it says this, and then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise and deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end will be saved. And and those words, and then many will be offended. Correct. <laughs> and and that just hit me because there were just it seemed like at that town ta- at that time. With everything that was overwhelming us, and everything that was going on, and all the grief that we were going through, it was easy to be offended. I know for me, it was easy to be offended, and it wasn't didn't take much. It just didn't take much. It's
1: right because there's a lot of pressure on you. There's a lot of things you know that, that are just going on. And you're right. It, it doesn't take much sometimes when you're when you're under stress and things are going on. That it, yeah, it, it it it's the bait of Satan. You know, it just
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's a terrible thing, and it's one that you don't want to have to admit, but I think we have to admit it so that we can hit it head on so that we don't allow it to become a big part of our life. Because I think sometimes if we don't deal with offense, it just kind of gets buried, and we think, oh, we did deal with it. But then if it just gets buried and it's not dealt with, then it can be dug up. And then it gets ugly and then makes everything worse. And that leads to all kinds of things that, uh, that are bitter, bitterness.
1: Right. Like it says in Hebrews, and, and you know, if you, it says looking diligently. And, and, you know, if you look to the word, Jesus Christ, the living word, through the written word, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up to trouble you. And thereby, many be defiled. That root of bitterness that just so easily can grow if you allow it. It's, a, and it will defile many. I mean, it's just, um, it's far reaching.
0: Yeah. And you just kind of wonder how in the world, because sometimes we're like, well, how do we deal with all this? How do we deal with offense? How do we deal when people offend us and hurt our feelings? And, and because I remember, wow, way back years and years ago, uh, boy, twenty five years ago, somebody hurt me and offended me in, in a deepest way that could be offense. And at that time, you know, because we're told to forgive,
1: exactly, and, and that's and, and that's how you deal. That's how you do deal with it. But go ahead. Well, with your story. Well,
0: well, at that time, though, just being completely just transparent. At that time, I was like, if I forgive that gives the person, they get away with. That gives, if I right. forgive, that means that they get away with what they did to offend me. Correct. So it was like, I'm not going to give up that. I'm not going to forgive because if I do, then they get, they're they off the hook. Isn't that, I mean, yeah. that's I mean, it's irrational that's as a, that that's, sounds. That is a
1: natural thought.
0: Yeah, irrational as that sounds. It was like, if I forgive, then that takes them off the hook. And they don't have to be... Yeah. And that's just so ridiculous. (laughs) Right,
1: because God says vengeance is mine, right? Yeah. And he's better off to handle it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so I just, you know, I just never forgot that. But I did, but you just have to say the words. You know, you just have to say, I forgive. And anyway.
1: Right? You know, it's like, uh, I I forgive. And and, and most of the time, you have to say it a number of times without feeling, because faith is not feelings. Faith is an act. Faith is not a feeling. And as you say it, and the Bible says, as you start believing things in your heart and you start saying them, Jesus said, you'll have what you say. And that forgiveness really becomes a reality in your life to whether you do. You, I mean, I've had that happen to me. And after just so long and completely saying to the Lord, I forgive them, bless them and, 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 and just put, pray the blessings and saying it and believing it. You almost come to a point where you don't remember it. Just like God doesn't remember. Now, you could pick up a picture of it, the, the, the devil can show you a picture of it, but in in the natural order of things, you, you just don't think about it anymore. And, yeah, yeah, because that's... you know why? And, and it's just an amazing thing. Uh, we're told to forgive as God forgives, you know, be kind to one another, it's in uh, Ephesians. But it, you can forgive as the Lord forgives because he has shed abroad in our hearts the love, his love. We, we have the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the, the Holy Ghost. So we actually can love and forgive. I know it, it's, it's tough as humans, we're flawed. We're flawed. To do it as God does, but that love is there—that forgiving love that doesn't remember. Remember, He said, "I'll, I'll hide." It, I think it was Corey Ten Boom. You, you take a couple of scriptures and you'll say, "He puts your sins in the sea of forgetfulness." You know, He forgives them and puts them in the sea of forgetfulness.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right, and that's exactly what—that's that so resonates, and it's so amazing because somebody asked me the other day, "Well, do you guys do you have a script?" How do you do? You just go over it and over. I'm like, no, we're just like we research it on our own. I
1: had no idea you were going to bring the pandemic into this.
0: Right? Yeah, you had no idea, and we just and we just start talking. And so that was so high on my list: the idea that you just have to say it, and you might have to say it over and over and over. And then I think the next one was you just have to pray blessings upon the person, and you have to do it over and over and over. And the first time you pray for that person, you pray blessings upon that person, you might just say, oh, I pray blessings on them. Right. (laughs) And then the next time, you might get a little more detailed. And then the next time, you get a little more detailed until within, you're just like, really, you want them to be blessed. Right. And you want God's blessing and his
1: And then you remember that word of Jesus that says, and do good to them.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Really? Wait. Does it it say that somewhere?
1: Yes. And do good to them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, do do good to them and it's just the principles in the Bible of the things that we're supposed to do and sometimes it's so difficult but um it it's just it's just amazing how he says you shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And he says I am the Lord. So you this is what you need to do. Um, and it says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander, along with every kind of malice, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving yeah, one it. another. One even as God had in Christ has forgiven you. And we did a podcast on mercy and his mercy and how it's new every day. Right. And how we need to be, um, forgiving every day. And then do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. And then this other one, uh, (laughs) great instruction here. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times. And Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times.
1: Yeah, seven times. Yeah, right.
0: And it's like, but 77. And it's like. And there's
1: well, another you, scripture that, that in another, in one of the other gospels that would imply that that's all in just one day. So yeah, every yeah. day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's like, it's like, so you're saying to not only forgive them, what, 70 times seven? Right. This, uh-huh. But that, that the offense could happen that many times. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you, so it's like, we're all flawed people here. And it's like, I, and, and that's one of the things I try so hard because I'm, I'm so sensitive of a person and I try so hard not to offend people that later I'm like, I'll have a conversation with a person and later I'm like, I analyze the whole conversation. What did I do that I could have offended them because I hate the idea of offending them and then I'm offended because I think I offended them. <laughs>
1: So right, it's right. You know, in James, it, it tells us, it gives us an instruction in James one, and I think most of us have the temptation to do this in reverse. But it says, "Wherefore, my br- beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath." And you know that helps with the offense thing. If if you just if you're a doer of the word, if you're if you're slow to wrath and really hear someone out. You may hear where they're coming from a lot easier. And and you just don't run your mouth right away. Just listen to them. Don't start speaking and and just be slow to wrath. And just doing that would probably eliminate just a lot of easy offense because you just hear people out and you just say, I'm not just going to jump the gun and be upset at this. Let me just see what's going on here.
0: Yeah, that and that is a very, very hard one. And this is that's why this is also hard because these scriptures are all. I mean, this is God breathed. This is God's instruction. This is all God saying to us. But it doesn't maybe make it any easier sometimes to apply all of that. And I think in Matthew 18, and this is this is one that is very difficult, and I still don't get. And I'm just being honest. Moreover, if your brother sins against you. Go and tell him his fault between you and him alone, between you and him alone. Right. If he hears you, you gained your brother, but if he will not hear, take with you one or two, you know, and it goes through the whole instruction on how to handle that, but it seems, it seems so hard because sometimes it seems like if you go to your brother, then you've made them offended and they didn't even know. Right. You, so, so that is a very hard one, and it takes a lot of prayer and a lot of wisdom and a lot of guidance from the Holy Spirit in order, um, you know, to to move that one forward. Um, I don't know, just in my opinion. And there's this quote that I thought was really good: "Heal, so you can hear what's being said, without the filter of your wound." Oh, right. And I thought that was so good because you can be so wounded. Swift to hear. Yeah. You can be so wounded and just not able to hear because you're so wounded.
1: Right. And, you know, a lot of times. and
0: get more offended.
1: Exactly. And if, you know, one of the, one of the what's the word I want to use one of the, the, in the definition of love in first Corinthians 13 is, is believing the best. And, and so a lot of times if you, you know, they don't believe the best and then you hear something. And so you take it wrong and, and you're quick to, then you're quick to wrap just because you're like, you just said, you're kind of pre-programmed because you already had a wound and, and then it just goes sideways.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, um, and, and I think the breeding ground, again, for offense, so oftentimes, and that's why uh, the pandemic was such a breeding ground for offenses, uh, so many people were losing family members or friends. There was so much loss and so much grief, and that is breeding ground for offense. And when we're physically worn down mm-hmm. and we're just physically exhausted, that's breeding ground for offense. When we simply just min- misunderstand um, that's a breeding ground for offense, and when we are hurt, if you allow that hurt to turn into a offense, oh, right, because you, I, I think sometimes you can be hurt, but it depends on what you do with that hurt, and um, like what you said, you know, you want to try to see what it is that they're saying to you or where where they're coming from. And I think so oftentimes if you can try to empathize and try to figure out with you, where they're coming from, then maybe it wouldn't hurt you so much. And then every right. every now and then, just when you least expect it, something will happen and you'll get offended.
1: Right. And the, and the person really could be in the wrong and, and you didn't misunderstand them. They're just being offensive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just being offensive.
1: <laughs> and that seems to happen too, quite a bit.
0: We wouldn't know anything about that, but we just figured that it might happen. I don't know. Anyway, um what else?
1: Well, I you know, we all have our own examples. I I find one in Acts that's interesting with Paul. Paul in Acts twenty one, um, he he travels to Jerusalem. And I'll pick up in verse seventeen. I'm not gonna read the whole chapter, but I'm gonna it, it ends up very badly for Paul. Um it says, and we when we came to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladly. So it, there's a number of people, I mean a lot of the apostles. James, it says the elders, and I think that was James that was the, the, the physical brother of Jesus. It says in the day following Paul went into a in with us unto James and all the elders were present. So there were a lot of believers there in J- in Jerusalem. And and when he had saluted them he declared particularly what things God had wrought among the gentiles by his ministry. And when they heard it they were glorif they glorified the Lord and they said see brother you know they're calling him brother Paul here and and they're they're glorifying the Lord and they're talking about the testimony they were having um uh, with people that were saved, the people that Paul was reaching, and and it was just a a, a wonderful thing. Um, but then you get down to twenty, verse twenty six to our twenty seven, as they were there, it said, and when the seven days were almost ended, the Jews which were of Asia, when they saw him in the temple, they stirred up all the people and they laid hands on him. So they grabbed Paul. They, they 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 thought they saw him in the temple with Trophimus who was a gentile and they were really upset about that and and they, they they were just a group that just just got really mad that Paul was there and uh they grabbed him and it said and all the city was moved and the people ran together and they took Paul and they drew him out of the temple and the fourth with the doors were shut and as they went about to kill him tidings came to the chief captain of the band and all Jerusalem was in an uproar now I see them grabbing Paul. But where were all these guys that said, "Brother Paul, we're glorified the Lord. <laughs> Brother Paul, where are <laughs> where are they here?" Yeah, right. Where, are, where they? are they? Well, we see and and it doesn't tell us Clearly, but I have to—I have to guess, and unless it's just me missing something—that this is what he was referring to. There are a few other times he was grabbed, you know, in Philippi, Paul and Silas, but I—I I think they were by themselves, so I don't think he was referring to that here. And there was a, a riot in Ephesus. I don't think this refers to that one either. I think this—this this, in Second Timothy, Second Timothy four, as he's parting, he's saying his parting words. He he goes in verse 16, "...at my first answer, no, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray, God, that it may not be laid to their charge, notwithstanding the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. But, and he delivered me out of the mouth of the lion." But, he, you know, all, and he says it there, and he, and he's writing this later in life. I, I, he's, he's getting ready to leave the earth. I, he tells Timothy, you know, I fought the good fight and, he, and he's, he's ready to go to heaven. But that's, he, he says this to Timothy and he remembers it that, that when he was grabbed and they, they got him, no man stood with me. All those that said, brother Paul, brother Paul, we glorify the Lord in what you're doing, but no man stood with me, but all men, all men forsook me. But I pray, God, that it may not be laid to their charge. He was in complete forgiveness there. Isn't that amazing?
0: Wow, it is. It really is. And,
1: and you know, there's, a, there's other pictures in the Bible, but we obviously see Jesus on the cross after they've treated him horribly and after all the good that he did. But, you know, he came to die for our sins. But they, when he was on the cross, Father, forgive them. They know not what, what they do. Exactly. And then the, the wow. other huge picture. Wow. Wow. That, yeah, Stephen. So good. They're, they're in the middle of stoning him. And how bad is oh. that? I mean, they're pelting him with boulders. And he, and right before he died, his last words were, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. Lay not their sin to, to their charge. Lay not this sin to their charge. As they're killing wow. him. Wow. And then he,
0: oh. Wow. That's... Yeah, it's... No it's, one's
1: offended me that badly.
0: No, <laughs> 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 no but... It's just an amazing picture of how we can forgive and how we should forgive. And, and I just think about that question, um, where has your offense taken you? Where has an offense taken me? And, you know, and I, and, and I think has it made people leave a situation that maybe they didn't need to leave? Uh, because everybody, the, there's the whole quitting going on. You know, so much quitting going on. Quitting jobs, quitting church, quitting, 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 quitting. And I think a lot of it comes back to offense. And where has offense taken you? Where has offense taken me? Because when I do these things, it's, it's, I'm, I have to deal with these things. You know, and so i'm never ever would I say, "Oh, this person, you need to figure it out because you know we all need to figure out the offense thing because it's it is hard, and there is residue in our lives from different situations that have occurred there's remnants from right? different situations that have occurred, no matter if we've passed you know gone past it and we have forgiven there's still residue." And there are still areas where God can come and say to me, Lori, you, you need to forgive. Correct. You need to forgive. You need to forgive. And I think the first step is for me to say it.
1: Oh, exactly. Out loud.
0: Right. Like we've talked about, I forgive. I forgive. And, um, yeah. I, and I just, there's this verse in Proverbs and it says, a person's wisdom yields patience. A person's wisdom yields patience. Oh wow. it is one's glory to overlook an offense and to even not even allow it to become offense, but to overlook the offense and not even right. allow it to take ground and to bring up root and to to cause any kind of weeds in your life and I think, boy, I need a lot of wisdom because I'm not very patient. <laughs> right you know because it says a person's wisdom yields patience and it's like lord please give me this wisdom that i need so that i can be patient and help me to overlook an offense and not even get to be offended
1: right and you know you you say oh well i mean obviously we're we're told to so we, we you know we don't want to be disobedient we need to we need to forgive just because god told us to and because he's forgiven us but there are benefits because you have to walk in love. Um In Mark eleven twenty two and 23, Jesus perhaps gives one of the greatest lessons in faith. Um And he, and he says, and this is after the fig tree, you know, uh, withered when he cursed it the day before. And now it's the next day. And they say, Hey, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, uh it's withered. And he says, have faith in God. And in my margin of my Bible, it says that it can also be written, have the faith of God. So, you will know, take here, take heart, and he says that's where he says uh what, verily I say to you that what the, whoever shall say, say to this mountain be thou removed and thou cast into the sea shall not doubt in his heart, but believes the things that those which ye saith shall come to path, he shall have whatsoever he saith, and i'm going to pause right there, and that's so many things it's just like you you know you start believing that you can forgive in your heart, and you start saying it and and and, and you will move that mountain of offense into the sea and and but and that's just one application of this but it um, but therefore I say unto you what things soever you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them and what is the very next verse and it almost seems out of place, but it just stands right in your face and when you stand praying forgive if you have aught against any that your father which is in heaven may forgive you and why would he give that in a lesson on faith why? Must you be in love? Why must you forgive? Well, we see in Galatians, it says uh, in Galatians 5, 6, For in Christ Jesus there's neither circumcision availeth or anything, but faith, which works by love. So if you want your prayers answered, you're going to have to be in faith to God's word. And you're not going to be that way if you're in if, if you're not walking in love and if you're walking in offense, that's going to be a stumble to your faith because it says faith works by love. We also see that in 1 John 3 where it says, you know, if you ask, if your heart doesn't condemn you, we know, you know, we have what we ask of him because we, we love him and we, we, you know, we keep his commandments. And it says, what's his commandment? <laughs> what is his commandment? And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ and love, love one another love. as he gave commandment. And, and that's what he said. That's that, And that's how they'll know you're from me because you'll love.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking of that scripture, and I actually wrote it down in Corinthians the whole uh, 13. Right. You know, and love is patient. Right. There it is, that word again. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love is not, love is not rude. Uh, love keeps no record of wrong. Right. Um, I'm not probably. I don't even. I'm not. Oh, you're 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 rejoices with the truth, right? And it's like (laughs) that is a tall order. Help me, Lord. You know, and it's just it's a tall order. But I, I know that I'm up for it, and I want to. It's my heart's desire to live in forgiveness, to walk in forgiveness, and to not be an offender.
1: Right? You know, and 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 one more point. To all that. And John seems to be the big one on, on light, life and love, right? But he says, uh, um, not." I just lost my train of thought. Um, that <laughs> terrible when that happens. As people listening to this will know this is on the spur and it's, just, you know, we, we'll have some scriptures, um, in our mind and then something will come to our mind. But, oh. As we learn to walk in love, now it says he who is made perfect in love, and that's no one's gotten there. And we, and we're not until we see Jesus. There is only one who'd been made perfect in love, but it says perfect love has no fear. And the more we learn to walk in love, the less fear will have dominance in our life. I mean, the Bible says so right there. Um, there's, there's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. And even though we might not be there as we work to attain it, just this, just basic fears in our life will start fading away, and it's. I, I believe it's because our faith grows because faith works by love, and the and faith is is completely the opposite of fear. And uh, so, if you have a lot of fear in your life, this is one area I would look at.
0: Yeah, and just going back, probably we're about winding it down, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I just want to bring back full circle to that idea of. When I feel the most like not forgiving, when you, when we feel the most like not forgiving, we just have to say out loud, I forgive. And every time something comes a fiery dart about that situation, just say, I forgive. And then just say it again, I forgive. And I forgive until it gets deep down in your heart. And then, as simultaneously as you're going to prayer in your prayer life, you just Pray blessings.
1: Right? That ask the Lord to forgive, forgive them, blessings. too. You know, yeah. I forgive them, Lord, and please, I ask you to forgive them.
0: Yeah. And it's to, because we live in a day and age where many, and then it says, the scripture says, and then many will be offended. And I certainly know that I don't want to, uh, For oh, and it says the love of many will grow cold. And I just don't want that. Oh, no. I, I don't want that in my life. I don't want to live in a, a I don't want... To that scripture to be true in my life, I want us as Christians because there's a, that, that's offense I believe is in the Christian faith right now in such, it's such a really dominant way. And so I, I need to start with me. And, um, I don't know where has offense taken you. And I thank you for listening to this talk about forgiveness and, uh, this discussion about offense. And thank you for listening to the Created to Soar podcast brought to you by Wedgwood Estates in Mansfield, the area's premier senior residential community. To find out more about Wedgwood, go to WedgwoodSeniorLiving.com. com.